And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C, please in your dimly lit room deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today on a Friday, heading into a weekend, by the way, brand new month. Oh, is it? Yes, it, it is. is. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Surprise general manager today, summer fun. Splashing in the pool, barbecues, and ice cold beer, and hey, enjoyable times with friends. I like the way you said it. You said it like you're a morning TV anchor. That's not, correct. But not the main anchor. Kind of like <laughs> I'm the, the fill-in anchor. You're like the weather guy or I'm normally on, on the, weekend. the traffic person. No, what he, is, what's your the, plan this weekend, Joe? I do the traffic during the week, and I'm the weekend anchor. We throw it to you for traffic, and you'd say, summer fun. Summer fun. <laughs> on the road. It's a light commute this morning. It's got on a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Slow and go from Main Street all the way to downtown. You know, I really liked the sound of that music there, uh, but it, it needs an end. That's a problem with any of those things. They don't have a... Oh, yeah, you know, and I forwarded that uh, yeah. that, uh, that new one too late. Sorry. That's, that's okay. We'll try it Monday. We'll give it a whirl on Monday. Have it ready Monday. Don't drop the ball, Michael. Don't, like, <laughs> take the ball in the wrong direction inexplicably either. That's a little comment for those who enjoyed the basketball game last night. So a friend of mine who really enjoys the program and listens from the beginning really misses our uh, old theme song. That we were playing for, uh, we played it a couple times. Um, I think and, we used it twice, yeah. And he wondered, could, could a high school band play it, and then we play that version of I it? I don't think there ever was an issue. I don't think there ever will be an issue. Well, I agree. I agree. But if a high school band played it, would it make the lawyers happy? Or would it be the same thing? Lawyers don't get happy. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you better point. not. Yeah. That's what they'd say. You, yeah. pro- you probably shouldn't. You better not. Because we played that tune in my high school band. Yeah. So it'd just be a lesser version. And we've got high school band instructors that listen to the show. They'd be Certainly. probably be happy to throw it together. Probably even a college band instructor if you want it to be, you know, better. Really kick ass. <laughs> yes. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start, start over there. With, uh, Michael, what are you doing? There's still time on the cl- Oh, man. There's Michelangelo, our board operator. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. Um, I got to go to the DMV today. I realized that my uh, license is expired. I forgot that when you have a birthday, you got to check your license. Ah, and uh, Who so. remembers? So I uh, just was remembering the time that, uh, Jack, I think it was your wife, went, and there was a guy wearing a Raiders T-shirt, and um, apparently he had soiled himself. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten. Yeah, you told that story on the air. She was behind a guy who had clearly filled his pants at the DMV, but was perfectly comfortable just sitting there. Fairly typical Raiders fan, in my experience. (laughs) That's a Raiders fan. That's just a joke. It's just a joke. Please don't fight me. So I'm hoping not to see anything like that today, so... We'll see what happens. Okay, now I'll throw the ball to Sean. Bounces off his face into the stands. Why are you not paying attention? Ah! I thought the game was over. Hurry this morning, Sean. I am doing great. I am so disappointed in everybody from Cleveland not named LeBron James. Uh, Michael, if you could get the uh, the picture accoutrement to uh, this opening presentation. Now, LeBron James showed up to the to the arena very uh, in a suit. In a suit. But this suit was not your traditional suit. This suit had shorts. Oh, a, a short suit. suit. He was shorts. wearing a short suit. 
He shows up in a short suit, drops 51 points on the greatest team ever assembled, and his team doesn't even know what the score is. Wow. This guy is a legend and a hero. We should be building statues of this man in the short suit. You know what? I would wear that. On, well, on, I was about if to say. If it looked on me like yeah. it looks on him. I was about to say, on anybody else, that looks so stupid. On yeah. him, it looks freaking cool. I will well, wear wearing, that to work on Monday. Here's the key, folks. He's wearing wingtips and some really nice gray socks that match the suit. And, and you know, he's got some calf and knee visible, and that's it. And he's 6'8", chiseled from granite. Suits look great on him. That yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was made by a tailor specifically to fit his body that day. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. Four different fittings and cutting it right. Yeah, but yeah. He looks good in it. That's funny. I was uh, I was looking at some pictures of BB King, the guitar player, and came across a one of him from the early fifties, and he was wearing a suit with shorts, and I'd never seen it before in my life. Just yesterday, wow! I'd never seen a suit with shorts in my life till yesterday. Now I've seen it twice in a row. So maybe it's a thing, or was a thing. I don't know. It is now. I'm getting. I'm going for my short suit you, fitting this weekend. I'm looking forward to a lot of people trying to pull that look off because it ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Won't have to it, wait long. It ain't going to look like that. That's that's a cool look for him. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you this morning, Marshall? Well, I'm inspired by LeBron James' athleticism. I'm getting into even a higher gear with my training program, so I can do ten push-ups in a row by the end of this month. Went home yesterday, cranked out three in a row, not once, but twice. Wow. Wow. By the power of math, that's like 12 push-ups. Yeah. Well, that's pretty impressive right there. That's the best you've ever done by far. Well, yeah. I mean, I Any witnesses? I I did three. Because there have been a number of wild claims around (laughs) during this process. And took a nap. And then later in the afternoon, took a hit on my asthma inhaler and bam, cranked out three more. Doctor prescribed steroids. Is there any chance that asthma inhaler is uh, increasing your performance? Uh, I hope so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No doubt about it. And gentlemen, as promised, since my latest round of scratchers paid off so handsomely, I am once again bringing home the bacon on yes. this Friday. Marshall uh, buys us breakfast when his gambling habit goes the right direction, which is fantastic. We appreciate that. This is actually some weird gambling inception because he used the quarters that yes. he got from gambling with me to do this other gambling. This is like a, a mirror reflecting upon itself. It's right? reinvestment, Sean. Indeed. It's compound interest. Indeed. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, June 1st. The rent is due. The year is 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regs, we begin at Mark. Hill misses. Rebound goes to the Cavs. J.R. Smith brings it back out. Throws it to Hill. Hill shot blocked. And we'll go to overtime. You get the feeling J.R. Smith thought they had the lead. He didn't know the score. I think exactly. That's a bad mistake by J.R. Smith. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's one of the more amazing last minutes of uh, any game I've ever seen. So back back and forths and heroics. If you didn't see it, the uh, Cavaliers tie the game with a free throw, then clank the second one, but they get their own rebound with uh, four seconds, three seconds left, and a chance to just toss in one more and win the game. But the dude who gets the rebound dribbles out to the other direction, and they don't do anything, and the clock runs out. It was astounding. Yeah. Humiliating. Bill Buckner with the ball going between his legs for old-timey sports fans is thinking, all right, I'm off the hook. That does hurt. See LeBron, like, gesturing, pointing to the hoop. Shoot it, you idiot! <laughs> Go that way! We're the best! 
desk it is. God, when when you've put that much effort, the the effort LeBron put into that game, when you've put that much effort into something and then your coworker does that. Did you see the post game where they kept asking him about it and LeBron just left the podium? He was like, I'm I'm done talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He you know, he's a professional, he know, he know everything else. But you'd right. you'd be pretty disappointed. <laughs> I'm not sure it would do him any good to humiliate and well, no. ruin his teammates. So. Oh, and everybody well, makes mistakes. I'm sure he exactly. can point to some he's made. But. Unfortunate timing on that Yeah, one. exactly. If he wasn't leaving Cleveland, he is now. <laughs> <laughs> or I want teammates who shoot the ball at the end of the game. You don't have to make the buzzy beater, but it'd be nice if you tossed one up. You just have to know the score. <laughs> know what the score is. Well, they got big glowing uh, scoreboards all over the stadium is the thing that show you the score. Oh, that, Pretty much wherever you look. That hurts. That hurts bad. Yeah. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump waiting for a special letter. Snail mail summit communications going on Must this morning. Baby, she wrote me a letter. One for the books, as we've been saying. Warriors, Cavs, NBA Finals, first game, and the summit. Samantha B. Seabom controversy. Is she being treated differently than Roseanne Barr? That's the question everybody's asking. There are advertisers backing out of Samantha yep. B.'s show for her Seabom. We'll get into that again. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's fine. It's, it's suggestions, criticisms, praise, all sorts of stuff. Plus, we have clips of the week coming up. Oh, huh? wow. That's awesome. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. making a three-pointer that any coach should tell the player, don't ever do that again. Don't ever shoot from there again. That's ridiculous. Dribble closer. But not him. Anyway, how you doing? So you got some Trump stuff. You got his daughter being called a C-bomb, which ain't cool. Uh, yeah, some attention. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot wrong with that whole deal, but we'll get into that eventually. Mm. Mailbag coming up in a few minutes. But first, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. We. Uh, nope. Boo! Boo! Nice job, J.R. Smith of audio. <laughs> LeBron James and the Cavs do it again. And the Golden State Warriors are on their way to a fourth consecutive NBA final. I don't really want to be interviewed right now. I want to go turn up. <laughs> it's good. For your corporation. We will make America strong again. Hello, Starbucks employees. I'm here today because you f***ed up. Forget about the fact that Kim Kardashian is here at the White House today. Uh, she shouldn't be here talking about prison reform. I'm going to push the president to uh, get more involved in uh, criminal justice reform. If you change your mind about running for office, mm-hmm. give CNN the scoop. I will. Right? I right. will. Oh, my God. This lady is shaving in the pool. So 
for hoo-ha next. Oh, jeez. Yeah, boy. That was too much. Bunch of hoo-ha shavers. What happened to the cow at the end? Is he all right? <laughs> Stupid computer. Mailbag. Woohoo! <laughs> Maybe it's time to promote the mailbag theme to the main show. <laughs> it's been here a long time. It's worked right. hard. It always shows up. Right. Let's it's promote from within. That's what I say. Mm. That's right. It does have an ending. Far too late. <clears throat> Speaking of the one girl shaving herself in the pool. Dave writes, that one video clip just justified my 27-year argument for the cost of maintaining my home in-ground pool. Thank you. (laughs) And his sign-off is unnecessarily abusive toward the gal who obviously was multitasking. (laughs) I'm going to take my kids to the pool and shave my legs. Uh, I don't think anybody's answered the question. Has anybody nailed down who she is? Did Kimmel have her on last night or anything like that? <laughs> Web Kimmel. Redemption, Tosh.0. Kimmel, yeah. Kimmel should have had her on shaving her legs in a kiddie pool. <laughs> um, Maybe he will. Uh, duh, was she there watching kids or was she just there on her own? Uh, she had to be there watching kids. Adult on their own at the pool, at the community pool is always weird. Why, why are you here? You just like Unless swimming. they just sit around sunning waiting for adult swim. All the kids resentfully straggle out of the pool. <laughs> I hated that so much. Oh, yeah. Kid. Oh, yeah. oh, they're just they're doing lots. It's discrimination. I remember saying that. What a little idiot. Here's a nice note from uh, uh, David. It's beautiful Salt Lake City. Dear Jacques and Joe, using the proper spelling of my name, G-E-A-U-X. You owe me for dry cleaning and car detailing. I've listened to every hour for over 15 years. The thing you did yesterday where you read some of your Yelp reviews was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Spit coffee out of my mouth and nose all over my car and clothing. However, I'll cut you a deal. If you will make reading A&G Yelp reviews a regular bit on the show, I will forego my collection efforts on the cleaning bills. David in Salt Lake City. Well, David, in answer to that, I will read you this. It's a three-star review recently posted. They are uh, to Yelp. They are both anti-Trump and pro-Trump. I hate them half the time. They act better than everyone, then act humble. Jack is such a simpleton. Joe is loud and obnoxious. But I do appreciate Jack's intelligence and Joe's quiet contemplation. Sad! (laughs) Three-star review. Uh, Also not a bad description, really. Yeah, let's see. The Uh, the good ones are absolutely lovely, and and we thank you, Um, but the... uh, the bad ones are more fun. One star. Hate this show. Will these Trump tards ever just shut up and go away? Used to listen to a radio station, but not anymore. Just can't bear their mindless rants first thing in the morning. Please, God, make it. Someone make it stop. Uh, you use the wrong form of bear, uh, sir. Please. It's your language. Learn it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I heard uh, somebody texted yesterday that Yelp reviews of highways are hilarious. Why, yes, 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 yes. There are Yelp reviews for various highways. If it's like a clogged road that you drive on, people bitch about it. I'll seek out a couple. Uh, Speaking of three-star reviews, here's one for the long-form podcast. T says, uh, I was very excited about the podcast, but I was left feeling unsatisfied. Okay, why? Um, You know, the... While the topics discussed in conversation were good, you guys never expanded on any one topic. The long-form podcast felt like you were trying to fit a four-hour show into a single one-hour podcast. Hmm. Hmm. He wanted things explored more deeply. Interesting. Instead of more ground covered. Interesting. Maybe maybe that's a good idea. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, that's actually one of the challenges of doing a two-feller thing is is sometimes like Jack will be getting into something and I'll think, okay, that sounds done mm-hmm. and I'll change the topic and he actually really wanted to go deep. And um, and well, I don't know, maybe we ought to be better at saying... Uh, or just uh, it doesn't mean it's the, that person's right either. I mean, Oh, no, just he's a- clearly right. Uh, no, it's, but uh, thank you. So respectfully, <laughs> respectfully written and, and interesting, and suggests some stuff. And so the long form podcast featuring Tim the lawyer now several tens of thousands of downloads, and and uh, and people seem to be enjoying it. Go to armstrongandgetty.com or any of our social media, and it's posted there. When offering uh, advice on the internet, that guy needs to really put in more personal attacks uh-huh. and wishing diseases upon people. And, right, yeah, right. References other to than raping that, though, his ears. Yeah, other yeah. than that, it was fine. But it's like the NPA, NPR mo- model of doing radio news, um, which is successful. But, you know, there are news stations, usually the ones that have to figure out a way to make money. Um, uh, they do short versions of all the stories yeah. where NPR will go deep on a story. Well, if it's a story you like, you think, cool, they're going deep on this. If it's a story you have no interest in, though, you think, geez, they're going to talk about this for 10 more minutes. Right. I'm and, gonzo. And that's right. the problem with it. Yeah. Uh, here's a, here, a really thought-provoking note from R.W., uh, the right to be homeless. And he's, he's referencing John Cox, who's uh, running for governor in California, who we talked to. Um, so a guy I, don't who, think, I don't think Cox believed me or thought it was that big a deal. That was my sense. I'm telling, I'm telling you, that homeless thing, you get on a stage, you got everybody's attention. Everybody's attention. Oh, hey. Way uh, bigger deal than Sanctuary State in terms of directly affecting people's lives today. I would agree. Big angry bum, big aggressive bum, Bab, I call him, was out front this morning. I had to park around back because he was that. He's a big M ever, and he's he's sitting there glowering at anybody who approaches. And I thought, all right, I don't need this. No, you don't need that. Um. Anyway, uh, the uh, the interesting thoughts of R W. So a guy that makes money off getting people to live in his apartments doesn't believe you have the right to live where you want. Well, that's 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 a false argument, but the rest of it's better. Um. Why don't I have the right to live wherever I want, especially on public land? I don't think you have the right to damage public property, make a health hazard, etc., but the right to be homeless? Yes, I believe you have the right to be homeless. I don't want to exercise that right, but I think the right exists. Now, if a city or county doesn't want homeless people to live there, then make it attractive for them not to be. But if we are the home of the free, then why aren't we free? You know, if that it's kind of an interesting uh, thought experiment. If people were living in public parks, which are for the public... But doing it neatly and not uh, screaming at children and that sort of thing and leaving trash around. Right. That'd be a completely different argument. But that's not what's happening. You know, only the finest or worst radio show would pose such an intriguing question with such nuanced answers required and then have to go to break. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we got to pay for all this crap. So anyway, I think that's a great question to consider. We'll do it next half hour. Uh, getting to Marshall's news on the way. Hey, there's still time on the clock. You got to shoot the ball. Oh, yeah. Run, we're ahead. Ah! We're, we're, we're not? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I called her a feckless, and, you know, things got crazy. Oh, are we back? Hi. Oh, boy. Feckless. Yeah, we got that in this newscast, right? Yes, indeed. Okay, we'll get to that coming up. Yes, indeed. With the news and Marshall Phillips. But first off, we got a letter to the president. A letter will be delivered to President Trump today from Kim Jong-un. Do we still have that uh, I'm so wrong, Ray, the song? 
from uh, Team America Ass Kickers or whatever that movie was called. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty. Yeah. So uh, a letter, an actual old-timey letter being yes. delivered to Trump from Lil' Kim. Yes, yes. Uh, dispatch has been, uh, has been uh, made, and uh, we are awaiting that letter to arrive at any moment. Mm. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo made that announcement after the talks with North Korean officials yesterday. He said things are moving in the right direction. The two countries trying to find a way to get the Trump-Kim summit back on track. This is a difficult challenge. Uh, Make no mistake about it. There remains a great deal of work to do. There you go. More work to do. Summit originally planned for June 12th in Singapore. And uh, by uh, for all intents and purposes, it looks like they're still shooting for that date. Speaking of shooting, it was roughly in the fourth quarter of the basketball game last night. I decided I would never listen to any preview or discussion of a game that has not yet occurred again in my natural life. <laughs> as it is, it, it, it's difficult to imagine a more ridiculous waste of time. Um, it, well, it is. You'd have to spend a lot of effort coming up with a bigger waste of time than pre-game talk of sporting events. I listened to a great deal of discussion leading up to that game last night, including from some people who may be in the room now. And the reality of what I saw bore no relationship whatsoever to the conversation. Practically none. Well, not that's an overstatement. Yes, LeBron James is very capable at his chosen profession. Uh, and in the same spirit, all these this, this inexhaustible supply of previews of the summit is just... I mean, once if everything were set up, every question to be answered, right. every negotiation point to be settled, and publicly known, there would be no way in hell to know how this can, is going to come out. Because the North Koreans are masters of, of, of misleading and subterfuge and the rest of it. So a report came out yesterday that we have satellite photos of them moving some material from that mountain. Before yeah, the journalists yep. got there. Before they exploded it. That they said they were moving in such a way as as you would do not to discard nuclear material, but to protect nuclear material. You're handling it correctly and everything like that. Mm. That would show an, an inclination toward keeping their nuclear material. Yep. So that's a, that's a wrench in the whole thing, I'd say. The Golden State Warriors took the opening game of the NBA Finals last night with a 124-114 overtime win over the Cleveland Cavaliers at home in Oakland. Warriors overcoming a 51-point performance by the Cavs star LeBron James. Great performance by LeBron. Not so great for his teammate J.R. Smith. With the score tied, less than five seconds to go, J.R. allowed the game to go into overtime when he failed to take a go-ahead shot after a missed free throw. Hill, bends. Spins, shoots, it's short! Rebound grabbed by J.R. Smith! J.R. Smith dribbles it to the far side, throws the hill. The game is tied at 107. We're going to overtime! His actions even left the announcer somewhat confused. Well, I yeah. think the Warriors will take that under the circumstances wow. over the last two minutes. Just wow. It's, it's better than him making the free throw and having a one-point lead. George Hill shot it short. We've got five more minutes. What a crazy finish. J.R. Smith thought they had the lead. He dribbled it out to midcourt. What what is he doing? Well, that's J.R. Smith. He (laughs) thought they had the lead. Don't smoke pot, kids. So (laughs) I was just telling Sean, because I watched J.R. Smith play basketball from like 15 feet a couple of months ago. He was high as a kite, he appeared to be to me. Mm. We Uh, We were once told by a limo driver that NBA players are high all the time when they play games they bake up on the way to the arena yeah some do 
Yeah. Him, J.R. Smith, not knowing the score and being high would both be very on brand for J.R. Smith. So it wouldn't yeah. be a shock to no. anyone. It was no, funny. I was watching no. the game and he did that and he started dribbling away and the guys are chasing him. I said to Judy, they've, they've lost and the Warriors have lost. And he goes, wait, no, the score's tied. And I, I had the same moment the announcer had. Because you were high. Well, a little. <laughs> but you're on your couch. You're allowed to be high. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought this was the United Magnited States. What does she say? <laughs> USA Magnited yeah. States. Where you are allowed to be high on a basketball court. <laughs> or on your sofa. <laughs> Game two will be played Sunday in Oakland. Here's the question. If you're Cleveland, is this yeah. just heartbreaking and you can't come back from it because it was your best chance? Yes. Or <laughs> no. did, it, did it show you that you can hang with these guys? This. We didn't get blown off the court. We were fine. Sometimes when bubbles burst, Jack, they are rebubbled, aren't they? No, they're not. They're done. They're, they're demoralized. <laughs> they're suicidal. It would it's be over. demoralizing. This opens up the opportunity for one of the rarest sightings in all of basketball, and that is passive-aggressive LeBron James, where I there, there's a chance that the first half of the next game, he doesn't take a shot. Right. Every time, right. he's just hot potato the ball. Here, you shoot it. LeBron. Here, you we've, shoot it. We've seen it you before. We've seen it before. Of course, the flip uh, uh, side of the coin that I just brought up is the Warriors get a choice too, and they may have decided, "Geez, we gotta we gotta get our act together. We can't just loaf through this thing." Yep. Yeah, and then yeah. you get a different Warriors team. So who knows? They listened to too much idiot sports talk. that yeah. told them that it was going to be easy. <laughs> Steve Kerr said his biggest concern was all the people asking them, "Do you think you'll sweep?" Oy. Quit saying that. <laughs> Switching gears, Samantha B now apologizing for calling first daughter, daughter Ivanka Trump the C word. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. <laughs> he listens to you. Reckless C-bomb is what she said about Ivanka Trump. B making the obscene remark about the president's daughter on her TBS sh- show. After outcry on both sides of the political aisle, B has since tweeted, I would like to sincerely apologize to Ivanka Trump. And to my viewers for using an expletive on my show to describe her last night. It was inappropriate and inexcusable. It was also idiotic because it relied on the fiction, the falsehood, that the Trump administration is, A, putting little kids in cages because she was all hot to trot yep. on that when those pictures came out, and that this idea of separating kids from the adults is something new. The fact that Jeff Sessions emphasized it as a PR move, don't come here because this is what happens. Yeah. That's new, and I think probably a good idea. But every person arrested for every offense there is doesn't get to keep their kid with them in the United States. Have you ever seen anyone arrested? They don't say, all right, gather up your things and go with mommy. She's being taken into custody. That's the way it works. So her entire premise was dumb. Back right. to the feckless C-bomb thing. Yes. So you know you've crossed the line when Joe Scarborough on MSNBC reads a tweet from Donald Trump Jr. in which Donald Trump Jr. said, Can you imagine if someone had said this about Michelle Obama or the Obama daughters? Not a perfect comparison because you got a wife and children as right. opposed to a grown daughter who's part of the administration. But it's close enough to accurate that... Uh, yeah, that, that's out of bounds. I mean, you, you would have never gotten away with it. Anybody in the Obama ober- orbit and right. kept your show. The Absolutely th- not. The other thing you got to know is um, they taped this show ahead of time. So she did it. It was probably written by a group of people. It aired with cameramen, lights people, crowd, everything else. 
it aired, it was on the website as the lead thing on the website for is it TNT or TBS or whatever. Uh, they promoted TBS, it. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it took a long time before. It was a whole bunch of people saw that before somebody decided, oh, that's unconscionable and wrong and a mistake. And that's what we call an ideological bubble. <laughs> yeah, because that is way out of bounds. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> All in response to Ivanka posting a picture of her kissing her child on yeah, social media. Yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, that was a, that is triple vicious. A mom Chris kissing her baby is what brought that sort of comment. That's rough. Uh, a couple of big advertisers have pulled out of her show, which usually is what does you in. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't need her to lose her show. No, I'd, I'd just as soon have the discussion. You know, and, and yeah, I don't need her to lose her job. It's fine. I'll be fine. You know, the other side of our kind of our tood about the world is I'm not going to act like I'm going to pieces because somebody does something that I dislike. It is something that that many people were aware that she made that comment yeah. and thought it was okay. And yeah. they're now yeah. acting like, agree. clearly it's over the line. Nobody with a conscience would do that. All right. Well, hundreds of people. Well said, sir. Well said. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And speaking of innovative black musicians, Kanye West's new album is out. Sean, this is your task. Yes. Come up with some good lyrics from uh, songs. Because uh, as I heard poop one... poop de scoop <laughs> as, <clears throat> as I heard one uh, music critic, a hip-hop music critic, uh, explain the album, saying it sounds a lot like his, his Twitter rants. There's a lot of explaining his politics kind of like doesn't connect together. Okay. Mm. So uh, I know there's some stuff in there about like explaining his slavery comment and that sort of thing in his new album that's out today. So does he rhyme it with bravery? Because that's what I would. Do. I guarantee you, it's going to uh, he's going to launch himself back into the political discussion with this album coming out today. So we'll be ahead of that. Uh, Okie dokie. Uh, what was I? There's something else related. Oh, plus we ought to post the pictures of LeBron James and Riley Blues Boy King in his shorts in their shorts suits that we discussed earlier at ArmstrongandGetty.com. If I could rock it like LeBron does, I'd buy one today. I'll tell you what, if you can come close to pulling it off, you show up to some swanky bar, you know, after 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 work drinks today, in the suit with shorts like LeBron wore last night, Yeah, you're going to be the talk of the place. Oh, yeah. For good or ill. Now, do you think they, they have to cost less than a regular full pants suit, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you, that's what you'd think, wouldn't you? It, would, it should be easier, though. It'd just be about getting the waist size right, more or less. Because uh, well, a half you, inch here How there much break the, would you like at the shoe, sir? It's not going to enter into it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that'd be handy. I I really how much break one. would you like at your knobby knees? But most people are going to look stupid in them. I disagree. I think I'd look fantastic. <laughs> well, you well, you're not most people, Sean. You're very handsome. So, uh, listen. But if you're a 50-year-old overweight guy, you're not going to look good in that. Like Chris Christie What are you looking at me with for? <laughs> with pale, veiny legs. That's Chris not Christie. <laughs> I just thought of him in his baseball uniform for some reason. <laughs> I am trying to get us to consider a fascinating 
and cutting question about the perhaps the leading issue on the western coast of the United States, and that would be homelessness slash uh, beggars and panhandlers slash aggressive bums slash crime and horror perpetrated by uh, various uh, homeless folks on each other and on honest citizens, etc. How many... And a guy, R.W., wrote us, isn't there a right to be homeless? How many people run up against that issue every day? Practically, Hell of a lot. Practically everybody. Hell of a lot. Certainly where we're on the air. Um, and I would respond very briefly uh, to your question in this way, R.W. Number one, often you talk about the right to uh, live on public land. The problem is that person has granted themselves exclusive use of that land for as long as they stay. And we've all pretty much agreed that you can't do that. You can have transitory use of the land. You can enjoy it, but you can't declare it yours by occupancy. So that's flaw number one with your argument. The second thing that just leaps to my mind and is obvious is that every society organizes itself based on the idea that you have freedom until you in infringe on other people's enjoyment of their own lives and then it's a judgment call and we spend a hell of a lot of time money and effort coming up with the right balance of your liberty versus my comfort in in our estimation i think i can speak for jack at least to some extent here as well as myself we've gone too far in the we have a zillion rules everything's codified everything's zero tolerance and 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 there's no common sense anymore yeah you can do that just cut it out by the time the sun goes down you know that sort of thing that's vanished or don't make a mess and hassle anybody I mean, right we're not going to say anything about y'all hanging out in the park tonight if you make a mess and you hassle people and you frighten children that is enough in virtually every society that's ever been organized rw for the people to say that's not cool, we don't want that. Yeah, it, the, the, well, you're right. The common sense and uh, non-codified views of this, because I've unfortunately had to be in a, a number of uh, discussions about this, including city council meetings. And there are people that say, "What about college kids when they do this?" Well, if there are ten college kids over in the corner of the park playing hacky sack, I, mean, I am not worried about my kids. Well, then, and, and if there are ten homeless people over there, I am worried about it. Well, you're judging people based on how they look. Yes, exactly. yes, I am. Yes, based thank you on for my life, time. <laughs> based on my life experience. Yes, I think it is more dangerous those homeless people than some college kids looking at the way they're dressed and the way they're acting. Absolutely, based and and there could be great variation. Sure, of course, based on uh, how they're dressed and how they're acting. Absolutely, one group might make you think, yeah, that's a, that's a shame. I hope those folks get on their feet and like big aggressive bum who hangs out around our building sometimes, he was out there today giving hard looks to everybody who was around. And I thought, wow, F this, and I went around sure. back. Sure, it's like the guy who encountered our fa- our family. There are people out there on the street, and whether it's because they're drunk, high, mentally, or whatever, it doesn't matter at the time you encounter them. Um, they've got that, I'm looking for somebody to fight look on their face. Right, right. yeah. This guy bristles with anger. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of people walking the streets that bristle with anger. Right. But if you cross the street when you see them or recoil or hold your kid closer you're judging them based on how they looked and you're making a mistake according to you know mayors politicians a lot of people in some cities although that's switching very quickly even some of the most liberal places in america have said f it it's enough
Well, ideology does an amazing job of clouding logic and common sense, but after common sense punches you in the face four or five times, even the most uh, progressive and unicornian among us usually wake up and remember, oh, that's right, our instincts exist to protect us and have been honed not only over my lifetime, but over the lifetimes of many millions of human beings. And in fact, every safety expert who I've ever heard talk about women keeping themselves safe and as a, uh, a a brother and husband and dad of a couple of beautiful girls, I have taken an interest in this topic. Every single one tells you the same thing. Listen to your inner voice. Listen to your instincts. If something is telling you in an uneasy but difficult to put your finger on way, this isn't safe. For God's sake, listen to that voice. They all say the same thing. And yet the unicornians go to the city council and say, if there's someone big and angry and aggressive and clearly mentally ill and you act like they're dangerous, that's, you're judging them. I tell you what, you people, I, I, you ought to be institutionalized. Only briefly. And there would be color TVs and everything and, and recreation available. But your common sense has been battered by your, your ideology. Uh, if I'm running for governor in California, I want to get way to the right of Gavin Newsom on this homeless issue, and I think you'd be safe in the same way that Donald Trump has. It has worked out for him to be pretty hardcore anti-illegal immigration. Yeah, because the polls are on his side. I think you could go into a lot of uh, lefty cities and counties in California and talk tough on a, on homelessness, mm-hmm. and and Gavin's compassion talk is just gonna piss him off. Right. I think he'd be okay because I think the issue has has changed. Well, I think you could combine both in a realistic way and be quote-unquote to the right of Gavin Newsom and get him on it. Plus, he's vulnerable on the universal health care paid for by, by the state thing would wreck the budget. Ah, oh, boy. Mm. More on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.